have your Bibles open with me this morning. Looking at the power of the Holy Spirit again and the wonderfulness of the Spirit of God. Acts chapter 2, and we're going to begin reading verse 2. And said, And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I call your remembrance that this is what Jesus spoke about when Jesus said, You shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. This right here was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want to quickly share with you the two levels. I'm going to use a little simple illustration that you possibly have seen many times, but it just helps us to understand the work of the Holy Spirit. The first thing, no, no, there was the Holy Spirit that saved you. There was the Holy Spirit that came into your life, the one that created new desires in your life, the one that gave you a new direction. That was the Holy Spirit. In fact, what happened to you at the point of salvation is the Lord poured His Spirit into you. As I say, this was used as empty, but the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is as water. In fact, the Bible says it's as rivers of water. And so the Holy Spirit just began to pour. And that's what changed your desire. That's what changed your direction of your life because the Holy Spirit was filling your life. But you know, the Holy Spirit didn't stop with just enough, did He? The Holy Spirit, in fact, He continued it. And the Holy Spirit continued it until you began to bubble over with the presence of God in your life. And many of you are here today and the response that God saved me and filled me with this Holy Spirit. Amen? But then Jesus said that there is another level of it. That's a a level he calls being baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now, when I was saved, man, God did such a work in my life that where I was so filled up, I could not imagine being filled anymore. In fact, someone came to me and they said, Jerry, you need the second experience of of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I argued with them. Can you believe that? I argued with him. I said, I said, lady, I am so full of Jesus because he just changed my life. I'm so full of the Holy Spirit. I see no need. But it wasn't long till I began to study the Bible and I found out, sure enough, that lady had read her Bible prior to me. And that she had read in there where God desired believers to experience another experience called baptize the Holy Spirit. The difference is, it's not, it's not more being placed in your cup, but it's you being baptized. It simply means when you have been submerged in the same, in the Holy Spirit. Now, it's, it's not, so many times we look at the baptism of the Holy Spirit and we think about it's something being brand new, something foreign, which, thank you, Stephen, so much, but which is really not foreign. It's just more of, it's a greater intensity of what you've already received. So being filled with the Holy Spirit is not anything new. You've received the new when you got saved. But it intensifies it. What does that mean? That means when you got saved, you became qualified to in the realm of the Spirit. 
What that means is you can pray. You can, God taught you to pray. God taught you how to study His Word. And God began to reveal. And God began to talk to you. That all came at the point of salvation. When, when the Lord filled us. He filled us with the precious Spirit. And God began the great work in us. But what happens at baptism of the Holy Spirit, it all intensifies. You get a greater desire to serve God. You have a greater revelation of God's Word. Everything is just intensified. Now, I don't know about you, but I enjoy living the intensified life. Because truly, my desire, the same desires, when that lady came to me and told me that I needed the other experience, I argued with her because my desires haven't changed. My desires was for Jesus. My desires was to glorify God. My desire was for my life to be surrendered to Him. But something that, that happened to me at the baptism of the Holy Spirit, all of it just intensified. In fact, two things become available. The first thing is power becomes available. Because the Bible said, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost come up. So power. There became an increase in power. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for an increase in power. Because that word power is the word in the Greek, the word dunamis. It means dynamite. It's where we get our word dynamite. But not only does the Holy Spirit make it available to us to receive power, it also gives us that other Greek word that associates with it. It's called exousia. And that means authority. So now not only do I have power, I have authority to release that power in the areas of my life that I need it in. So all of that just intensifies. So I want to really encourage you. Man, if you feel like you run on the bottom end of your tank sometimes, just be filled. Allow the baptism of the Holy Spirit to become part of your life. Allow the And if you'll begin to seek the Holy Spirit for the baptism, God will not disappoint you. In fact, He said, when you ask Him for the Holy Spirit, He's not going to give you a fish. He's going to give you the Holy Spirit. So that you that want an intensified life of what you already received, then I encourage you to move into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, remember that there's two levels of it. There's a level of salvation. Lord fills me. Whoa! Changed my desire. Whoa! Got me ready for heaven. Whoa! Everything wonderful took place. And then when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I became submerged in the very thing that God had filled me in before. So I tell you, I'm, I'm here giving you a testimony. It's just much easier to live submerged than it is just filled. Filled is great, man. I don't... I love being filled with the Holy Spirit when the Lord saved me. But it's so much easier to live submerged in Him. In fact, the Bible describes it like this in the book of Ezekiel. When you become submerged or baptized in the Holy Ghost, you begin to be in waters that you swim. Not just inside you, but your whole life begins to be affected by the powerful water of the Holy Spirit. Now in Romans chapter 8 verse 14, there is a scripture that is so important for us to understand about the Holy Spirit. Uh, so God the, uh, God the Holy Spirit came into our lives at the point of salvation. He intensified our life when we were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it was to bring us to a point where we, we could yield greater measures of our life to Him. In fact, it is so important that we're not just filled with the Holy Spirit or we're not just baptized. The great, the, what the, all of that was to do was to produce in my life the ability to follow God and to be led by God.
So that's why then Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, if you got your Bible, circle that word sons. That's an unusual word. In fact, in your Bible, if you have a study Bible, that Bible probably already tells you this. But that word sons is not like a, a relationship. That's not. It's in maturity. What he said was there, he said, when you become led of the Spirit, you become mature sons. You begin to mature in the Lord. So what God's will is for all of us is for me not to say the same baby Christian that I've been all prior to, that I grow up in the Lord. And how many are ready to grow up? Man, I tell you, there's just, you know, I, I love being a kid, but I love being an adult better. Because there are things that's offered me as being an adult, of being mature, that I did not have offered to me as a baby. And so I'm thankful, same way in a Christian life. There are things that, that come available to you as living a mature Christian life that you don't get living a baby. So I want to encourage you. Man, come off of that bottle and come up in the Lord and allow God to develop maturity. Now, the Bible says the way that He will do that is this. God's going to teach you how to let Him lead you. God's going to teach you. God's going to teach you how to yield to Him. And God's going to teach you how to be led by Him. So that's why the Holy Spirit is our teacher. The Bible said He is our teacher and He is our guide. He's, he, become, he comes to one to teach me, to train me. He's my trainer. And what's He training me in? He's training me in how to yield my life and how to be led by Him. God has a plan in every issue of life. Now you got a plan and I got a plan, but God's got a plan. And God's plan for it to be fulfilled. God's got a plan for my marriage. That's what John and Jane was talking about this morning. God's got a plan and they had a plan. God's plan's better, isn't it, John? God's plan's just better. God's got a plan for your health. God's got a plan for your ministry. God's got a plan for your children. God's got a plan. God's plan is just so much better. But the way I'm going to become into God's plan is I'm going to learn to yield. The Bible says it this way. Paul said, have you trained, have your senses trained? I must train my senses, my feelers. I must train them how to yield to God. I must train them so I can be led by the Holy Spirit. Then I can grow up. You notice the scripture says there's really no other way to grow up. There's really no other way. Let me give it to you out of another version. Romans 8 and 14. Another version says it this way. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. I want to ask you, what are you moved by? What is moving you? What is moving you? What, 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 what impulses? Well, the Bible says here that mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. So I've got to allow, I've got to, I've got to allow the Holy Spirit to train me, to teach me, to help me to follow Him in doing that. And me becoming a mature Christian is not me being able to make it more without God. It's me leaning more on God. The way I become mature in Him, I lean more heavily upon Him than having my senses trained. And so the Holy Spirit, ever since you came to the Lord, that's what He's been attempting to do in all of our lives. To teach us how to yield, how to follow, for Him to lead us. That's why His path 
always gets brighter and brighter. But how many you found it? Your own path doesn't get that way. But God's path will always get brighter and brighter. And it brings it, even what the Bible says, to a great day. To a bright day. To a great day. So what I must do in my life is I must begin to process the Lord a little differently. I must begin to understand yielding to the Holy Spirit. Now, the Lord, the Holy Spirit is revealed as wind, as, as one of its symbols, talking about God's creative flow, God's powerful flow. And, and what happens as the wind, how many, that's what happens when you come to the Lord and you find yourself going in another direction. How many are thankful for the wind of the Holy Spirit? They just begin to blow your life, honey. And somebody just stand up and praise God that the Lord's able to blow your life in a different direction. Yeah, the Lord's just able to do that, isn't He? God's able. And, and what we want to do, we want to be, be sure and keep our sails set right. Our attitudes have to be right. We have to continue yielding to the Lord. Have to keep our sails set right. So the Holy Spirit. But the other revelation is that not only He wind, but He's breath. That means God is going to talk to me. Breath. Breath connected with the mind of God comes out. God talking to me. So God wants to teach me how to hear Him, how to listen to Him, and then how to respond to Him. So what God is doing in all of our lives right here this morning, God is teaching us. He's training us. You'll once while I see that way didn't work, did it? Say, no, God, that way didn't work. It'd be a lot better for you to follow me. And so, and then the Holy Spirit then teaching us and training us how to hear him. That's why Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. They also hear my voice and they know my voice. And then Jerry, I love what he said. He said, because as I grow into maturity, I'm going to follow that voice. I will learn. I must follow that voice. And we trust more. And in fact, it causes in the life of a believer, lesser it causes, doesn't it? Just what you and Pastor are going through. It causes us not to want to face anything without getting God's voice on it. And what we find is, as a mature believer, we can't make decisions for ourselves. <laughs> Your mom ever tell you that when you was a kid? We just can't make decisions for ourselves. Because we have a choice, don't we? And the choice is, I can follow God's plan, or I can keep walking my plan. But if I'll follow God's plan, I will grow up, get mature, and one day I'll reap the wonderful benefits of that maturity for the glory of God. Amen? I tell you what, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be terrible to think you're stuck as a baby all your life? I don't know, some of you don't know. You don't know because there you are, you are. You're stuck, huh? I mean, wouldn't it be terrible to be stuck into immaturity? Wouldn't it be terrible to be stuck as a baby? Unable really to make proper decisions, unable to be led, unable. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be a terrible way to do life? Yeah, that's what we try to do all the time, isn't it? But what God offers us is that we can be led by the Holy Spirit. Next Sunday I'm gonna start talking to you about the ten major ways that you can hear God speaking into your life. And it's gonna be of major consequence, major consequence that that I learn. To understand and and to I learn to to recognize. I learn to recognize 
when the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to me. Let me close with this very quickly, if I may. There's about four things that the Holy Spirit quickly teaches me if I'm going to be trained by Him. Go ahead, Stephen. Number one, I I must begin to change my expectation. I've got to begin to expect God to guide me. See, if I'm not expecting God to guide me, if I'm not expecting God to have a word into my situation, if I'm not expecting the leadership of God, I won't even know it when He does it. Because, see, some of us have this wrong view of the Holy Spirit. We see this pushing, pressing, and the Holy Spirit that gentle leading. We want Him to be that pushing and pressing, so we won't miss it. But God says, I've got to train you. So I will teach you through my gentleness. <laughs> so God comes along. And if God was prodding in our life, if He had a, a prodding stick and He would poke me in my life and say, Jerry, you're going in the wrong way. Now the devil did that a few times to me, but to let me, for the Lord to use to let me know, but that's not God's way. The Holy Spirit is always gentle, always kind, always tender. So then what I must do, I must begin to expect God. Lord, what are you saying to me about this? Lord, did you talk to me during worship today? Lord, are you talking to me right now? Lord, is that you? Is that you? And next Sunday we're going to also talk about how to know it's God. How you can literally know whether it's God that's talking to you and giving a direction to you. And then how to recognize Him. And second thing we must do, I must learn to rethink. See, I've learned to think. But God said, it's not enough for me to just think my way out of this. Think my way better. Think my way over. Think. God said, you've got to learn to rethink. You've got to learn to rethink. And rethink says, unless God has opportunity to speak into it, it'll never be its best. You may have a good family, but you cannot have God's best family unless God is given the right to speak into it. And then God says, you've got to remember it. I've I've got to focus on the Holy Spirit have an influence in my life so so I've got to remember it you know a lot of times the Holy Spirit may be nudging you maybe in a Walmart store when you're just nudged by the Holy Spirit and, and a lot of Walmart stores God give me the whole secrets to my life at that particular point <laughs> or it doesn't matter whether it's a Walmart or whether it's a whatever it is but we got to remember it when God comes along and taps you on the shoulder, the Holy Spirit is training us. See, He's training us to hear God. He's training us. And during that process of training, I must remember it. God, what did you say? And then not only must I remember it, but I've also got to rehearse it. I've got to learn a different language. I've got to become free with saying, you know what, I hadn't prayed about that yet. You know, I I know I'm being pressed to make a decision, but I just don't have a decision yet because I've got to pray about it enough to where God has opportunity to talk to me about it. And then I've got to rehearse it. I've got to rehearse it. This is what I feel like the Lord was saying to me. Or or God was moving me in this direction. You know, I, I believe this is the way the Holy Spirit wants me to overcome this. We've got to begin to rehearse it. And not just rehearse our thoughts and our plans 
and our schemes. But we've got to begin to rehearse the Lord. Seriously, I've got to become spiritual. Am I going to have to be a spiritual God to have the Spirit? <laughs> Am I going to have to be spiritual God to have your Spirit really direct in my life? I've got to begin, I've got to begin to be sensitive, don't I? And then I've got to begin to change my outlook to recognize that I don't have the complete story until God speaks to it. Unless God tells me I don't have the complete story. Then the last thing is, I've got to allow the Lord to help me change my conversation. And I know that even though that people may be uncomfortable, if they're going to be my bud, they're going to have to become become comfortable with me and the Holy Spirit. They're going to have to become comfortable with me saying, Oh, guys, I just hadn't prayed yet. You know, the Holy Spirit, I, I feel like is drawing me. I feel like the Holy Spirit is touching me. And what was seen to be so uncomfortable has got to become comfortable. Because the Holy Spirit is preparing me. <laughs> oh, the Holy Spirit is preparing me. And to be led by him so I can grow.